Welcome to Talk FX, a podcast dedicated to encouraging the lives of those affected by Fragile X Syndrome. We have weekly conversations about some of the biggest challenges our neurodiverse peers face today. Our desire is to also share this platform with other families and experts to inform and encourage others in the neurodiverse community. We promise to keep it honest and real with you as well. And with that, here's this week's episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Talk FX. It is um, great to be back uh, for this new year, 2023. Um, <laughs> I did take some time away from my podcast for the last month or so of 2022 so that I could spend time with my family and enjoy the holidays. I also took some time to Think about how Talk Fragile X podcast can just continue to grow in this new year. Um, I'm excited to reach more and more families and continue to spread the word about Fragile X. Um, that's always been my why. Um, I share it constantly, and I just think that it is really important and just really keeps me going when I'm just active uh, in my advocacy. So, um, yeah, it's it's great to be back, and I hope that um, you all are having a great start to um, your year. Um, I know it can be really busy for some people with, you know, um, the transition uh, into the new year, and um, just, there's just so much that I feel like happens. You know, you set new goals for yourself. Um, Maybe uh, you, you know, uh, decide to do a um, diet or, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> I know I typically try to set goals for myself uh, each year. And um, right now my goal is to eat less sugar. <laughs> Even though I'm staring at a big, huge candy bar right now that I want to eat, but, um, I'm not going to because it would make me sick. <laughs> um, if you guys saw right now how big the candy bar is though, you would understand. <laughs> but, um, anyway, sorry, tangent. Um, I hope that all of your guys' goals for the new year is going well so far. Um, but let's get into it. So, uh, the first thing I want to talk about real quick is the upcoming National Fragile X Foundation Advocacy Day on February 27th and 28th. Um, I hope many of you that are tuning in are planning to attend. It's an uh, amazing opportunity to connect with your state legislators, hear from uh, the National Fragile X Foundation representatives, and connect with other families that you might not otherwise have the opportunity to meet. Um, I think that that is one of the most valuable things about uh, attending uh, National Fragile X Foundation events um, because you get to meet other families affected by Fragile X and connect with them, um, learn from them, and be encouraged by them. Um, I know when I went to my very first uh, uh, advocacy day in uh, D.C., I met so many new families. Um, it was just overwhelming in a in an amazing way. Um, 
and just being able to kind of hear other family stories and um, how, you know, they might relate to my own uh, was really encouraging too. So I hope that for those of you that are planning to go have a great time. Um, I'm not able to make it this year because my job is so insanely busy, especially at the start of a new year. Um, and I just couldn't pull away from it, but I will be, um, keeping in the loop on how it's going each day on, uh, social media and whatnot. Um, but it is a goal for my husband to come with me, uh, to an advocacy day soon. So, um, I'm, I'm excited about that possibility, um, just to have him come with me and meet other families that are affected by Fragile X, uh, could just be so awesome. And we definitely talk about that a lot. And, um, yeah, I just can't say enough about Advocacy Day. It's it's um, awesome. So um, let's jump into kind of a uh, life update for me. Um, I don't typically do this because I tend to be more on the, uh, I tend to err more on the side of caution with, you know, sharing um, personal things in my life, you know, um, I feel that sharing my diagnosis story and things like that is really important to connecting with others in the Fragile X community. And, you know, I share what I want to share. And that's the beauty of, you know, social media and a podcast platform is, you know, you can control what you share. And so I've kind of always tried to uh, maintain that as a rule of thumb for myself and um, just to, you know, protect myself and my family. Um, but I just feel that, you know, after so much reflection and thought that I would really like to share this Um uh, recent update kind of in my life um, because I just really, really, truly hope that it connects and resonates with you guys. And um, my overall hope is that it would encourage you. And um, yeah, so basically, you know, many of you might already know this, but I was when I was first diagnosed with um, the full mutation of Fragile X, I was only 17 years old. Um, and I knew that the day was going to come that I would have to face what this meant for my future husband and I and growing our family. I kept it at the back of my mind for many years because I felt like I didn't need to worry about it at the time. Um, and, you know, I'm 28 now and my husband and I are um, on the journey of trying to grow our family. And it has definitely been an emotional journey to say the least. Um, so recently, um, I was confirmed, um, by my doctor that I have a condition called PCOS, um, in addition to being a carrier fragile X. So, what is PCOS? Um, you might wonder, uh, some of you. Um, well, essentially, um, without going into too much detail, um, it causes hormonal imbalances, which results in an overproduction of certain hormones. Uh, someone with PCOS can also miss their cycles and um, some months your ovulation process doesn't even happen. So, um, it's just almost always a hit and miss. There's never a lot of consistency in your cycle. So, um, 
that is what I have. And it's been hard for me more recently to process that I have PCOS along with the fragile X um, carrier status, which, you know, holds its own challenges with um, having, with wanting to grow your family, which I'm going to get into. But, um, you know, when you're younger, you envision what your family might look like someday. And (laughs) this definitely was not it for me. Um, what I mean by that is I never thought that I would end up having a challenging time, you know, uh, pursuing being pregnant. Um, I really feel grateful for the guidance I've had from my doctors, especially because they are knowledgeable about Fragile X and that's not always the case for, you know, other women. Um, and, you know, my doctors are, are also very knowledgeable about PCOS. And so, um, I've been very grateful for that and just the guidance and the, um, steps that I've been able to take in, um, kind of main or, uh, kind of just getting my PCOS under control. And um, that's kind of been my goal recently is taking the necessary steps to get my PCOS under control because I'm grateful that there are actually uh, ways that you can help uh, regulate your your cycle even with PCOS. And um, so I've been pursuing those and also just, uh, you know, with the Fragile X piece, um, I have uh, a another concern in addition. So um, my doctor found a uh, cyst on one of my um, ovaries that's too large for it to go away on its own. And there's a lot of um, concern right now that if it were to be surgically removed, it could take some uh, uh, viable eggs uh for fertilization with it, um, which means that I would have even less eggs um, than I do now, which um, is an issue because carriers of Fragile X typically um, don't have the same number of uh, eggs as as maybe a woman that doesn't have Fragile X. Um, So I already have that limited number. So if I were to, you know, receive this um, surgery to get my over or to get my cyst um, removed, there's a lot of, you know, concern around um, it taking some of my eggs with it. And so um, thus lessening my chances even more of, you know, having kids. And that was really hard for me to um, process as well. And, you know, it still is sometimes, but I'm trying to remain faithful in my Lord and Savior. Um, That's what I choose to do. And um, also just in the amazing supports I've been able to have. um, And, you know, I recognize that you know, it's, it's a lot to share on a podcast, but I'm just so passionate about, um, connecting with you all and, and being willing to share those things that, um, I think need to be talked about and hopefully help others. Um, so that's why I'm sharing this. And so, uh, anyways, during my meeting with my OB, we were talking about my health information and just, you know, my, my, uh, general situation right now that I have explained. And 
um, my OB told me that I should consider the available options for avoiding having a child with fragile X or autism, such as like, you know, IVF or something like that. And um, although I know that those things are available, it, it was just in that moment when they mentioned that I should consider the options for avoiding having a child with fragile X, my heart just sunk. Um, and, you know, side note, I shared a few episodes ago how my husband and I came to uh, make the decision that we will not pursue any option that would aid us in not having a child with fragile X. That's just something that um, uh, we decided together that's the right journey for us. And I'm not here to tell any of you what the right decision is. It's just what uh, we felt was right for us. Every family has to make this decision for themselves. And some families don't even know about Fragile X until after their child was born. Not everyone, you know, has the same story. You know, for me, it, it was well before I was even thinking about having kids when I found out about my uh, diagnosis. So, um, my husband and I just, we just feel really strongly that we will be blessed with whatever the Lord provides us. Um, that's our, our feelings about it. And, you know, when I heard my, uh, OB tell me, you know, that I need to consider the options, um, I immediately just made it clear that that was not what we wanted to do. Um, and that we will just, you know, pursue our pregnancy journey as normal. Um, in that moment, I definitely, I, I can't say that I didn't feel judged. Um, but I had to remind myself that perhaps, you know, doctors in general are just sharing the options because, you know, they need to. Um, and nonetheless, it was just a really emotional experience for me and um, something that I had never experienced before um, of just, you know, um, I did, I just felt like I had a different um outlook on it than, you know, my, my doctor did, which is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, and I'm not mad at, you know, my doctor. It was just, you know, it was a shock to have to hear that because, you know, my husband and I have already made up our minds about, um, how we want to pursue our journey of having children. Um, and so it was just so hard to, feel that being tampered with, um, I guess, for lack of really better words. So um, it still is hard for me on some days. I think that for any family, um, it's it's a journey for so many to um, pursue growing a family, uh, especially, you know, families affected by fragile X syndrome. And I'm in that, in that boat right now. And, <laughs> oh, I told myself I wasn't going to get emotional, but um, I just share this because perhaps, you know, there's others turning that are tuning in um, that have been through a similar journey in just trying to grow their family and how much of an emotional process it is um, and how others try to tell you what the right decision is. 
um, whether fragile eggs or not fragile eggs or, you know, um, but you have to listen to your own heart and your, and your spouse's heart. Um, and you just have to do what is right for you. Um, and I'm so grateful that I have people around me that understand that. And, and so community is just so, so important. And, um, I know that, you know, no matter what my husband and I uh, end up with children wise, it's, it's going to be, you know, the Lord's will for our lives. Um, and I hope that that's an encouragement to you, um, in sharing my story and just, um, this life update. Um, I think it's important, like I said, to share these things because they're things that not everybody talks about. And, you know, um, you never know what what other families are dealing with, and and um, I just hope that this is um, an encouragement. So, yeah, um, I might provide an update on um, you know my journey at some point, um, but for now, you know, I'm still going through this uh, what feels like a long process uh, with my doctor. And so I think I'm just going to kind of focus on that journey and um, kind of wait to share more details later on. But, um, you know, if if any of you have had a similar story or have any insight to share, please um, feel free to just message me um, or I, I would love to hear from you. I'm pretty open with that. So um, I just appreciate all of you guys so much for tuning into this episode and I hope that you enjoy it.